BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. We're the co-hosts of a podcast called A Thing or Two. It comes out every Monday and the basic premise is this. We share all the stuff we think more people should know about. So that's apps, recipes, books, the nationwide haagen vanilla bean shortage that nobody else was talking about. Our no perf- one. No one. <laughs> our preferred vacuum brands, of which we have multiples, and critical explorations of our unique approaches to paper towel usage. Listen, we think you're going to like it. A lot of people do. And who's to say you'll be any different? Listen and subscribe wherever it is you listen and subscribe to podcasts. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi guys, it's Lamanda Commanda. Actually, it's Amanda because I am back in New York City. It's 48 degrees currently. Oh, 50. Thank you. And raining. So fun. Husband is actually all about LA now. Like he just is living life and he starts the morning with like Los Phillies, Los Phillies, Los Phillies. We could be in Los Phillies right now. We should move to Los Phillies. I don't know. I think he just liked the sound of the name of that place that he keeps on mentioning it and looking up homes on Zillow. But I don't know. He really wants to lean in and I don't know. I'm trying to psychoanalyze myself because I'm such a annoying person that needs to really introspect about everything and overthink. If I had to think it would be, do I like it? Yeah. Like the weather, I get it. Like I get all the things. Are there downsides to it? Yeah. Like driving, traffic, all those things. But mostly I think it's just like my family is in New York and I think I won't allow myself to really think about living there just because I would want to be next to them. But at the same time, I I know how many people live, you know, far from their families and most people do. I feel like most people are in an hour, really intense situation of living on top of each other. I mean, it's us and like the Kardashians basically that live on top of each other and are, you know, together so often, even though I wonder sometimes about them because I feel like they're not as, I mean, they're fucking close, but they're not like together all day, every day. So anyway, I feel like LA will always be kind of on the chapter just because the industry that I'm in is there. And what's crazy, like you would think New York, like that's where everything's happening, but it's in LA, which 
is an upside and a downside because I kind of like to be out of it. You know, I like to be doing my own thing, decide what I do, what I don't do, live my life in sweats, like playing with Noah all day and like doing what I do. Like I don't need to be in the center, like where everything is happening. But then I hear from people who live there, like you could still do that there. Like everyone kind of lives their own lives and like stays in their own little quarters. But that kind of makes me upset because I love going downstairs and walking everywhere. And I don't know, but am I missing out on some opportunities? Am I, are, you know, more things happening there? Probably, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like for it to happen, like it's not a no, but it's a let's see slash if Hus really pressures because I feel like and I mean, Courtney also said this in our episode that came out earlier this week is like there are things that he takes the lead on and things that I take the lead on. And sometimes one person needs to take the lead and be like more forceful or more stubborn about something. So if he's like, listen, I really think this is the move for us, then I'll listen. You know, a lot of people think that I wear the pants, even though that's such an annoying saying. But I let him make so many decisions, mostly because I'm lazy to make decisions and mostly because I'm indecisive. But like so many decisions, I'm like, just take this on. So like, I don't have to deal with it. And I don't have to decide. Plus where we've always been, you know, the same kind of heads in the same kind of headspace. And, and uh, anyway, you guys are like, shut up and tell us about what the fuck went down? First of all, I have to always follow up when I boop you because I'm, we talked about this before. Like I'm so self-aware. I can't just like boop you and then ghost you. If I boop you, I'm going to fucking explain. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I fucking booped you, but I have to say like this Courtney interview that came up was a last minute thing. It came together super last minute. You guys know this. I think I recorded this on earlier podcasts years ago or, you know, where like, I think I even said probably that Courtney was like my number one dream guest. And I said it on our podcast too. I wanted to have Courtney on my podcast. I was never gutsy enough to reach out to any of them. And I explained, you know, how the Kim interview happened, how the Chloe interview happened. But 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 I never was like, hi, want to come on my podcast? No, what? Do you think I thought that was like feasible? But with Courtney, she was like the top guest in my mind for so long that I remember one day when she posted that she went on Addison Ray's podcast, which I wonder if that's still happening. Oh, it's probably not happening because it used to be with her mom. You know how you'll respond to somebody's story without thinking twice. I'm sure you guys know because you do it to me all day. You guys like every thought that pops in your fucking head, you DM me. So I never had responded to a story of hers before. But when I saw she went on Addison Ray's podcast, I like immediately responded to her story like what? Come on my podcast. And that's how I started talking to Courtney. Let's see what year that was in that she went on her podcast. Wait, it was in May 2021. Oh my God. So like a year and a little. I love how the search results that come up for it are, why did Courtney cut off Addison? Anyway, it was on my list of questions, by the way. Like, tell us what happened with Addison Ray because obviously they're not super close anymore. I don't even know if she's like getting the PR pack. I don't know what's happening there, but it definitely, it was a summer romance and it ended and I wanted to get the tea, but like time was limited and, you know, we didn't get to it. Some things you don't get to. And as an interviewer, you're like at the end, but then you're just 
you rejoice and like, okay, but I got so much other shit and it's fine. Okay, guys, you know, I'm always here to tell you about Macy's best sales. First of all, let's talk about Macy's for a minute. Let's throw it back to the OG of department stores and let's throw it back in general to department stores because why the hell are we running around with our heads cut off like chickens? Okay. Like, oh, go to this store for a mug and go to this store for a sheet and then go buy a jacket here. No, you can find everything in one spot and that spot is called Macy's and Macy's is having an amazing shoe sale right now. Perfect timing to debut your fall statement shoes. So you buy one pair, you get 30% off. You buy two pairs, you get 40% off. So you could save more the more you shop and bring in more additions to your fall rotation. They have the latest trends of the season from over the knee boots. If you're feeling like a supermodel or if you're feeling like, you know, me and you want lug sole boots, then they have that too. And they have booties for every vibe in between and so much more. So the great shoe sale is only happening from October 5th to October 12th. So head on over to Macy's.com slash shoes. That's Macy's.com slash shoes. You can find everything in one spot and that spot is called Macy's. Macy's.com slash shoes. That's Macy's.com slash shoes. So that happened then. And I remember then she responded and was like, oh, my God, should I like, you know, I don't know, like could be fun, like blah, blah, blah. And then when I sense that, like really podcasting isn't her vibe, I'm not a pusher like Tina Fey and Mean Girls. Like, I want you to come on if you're feeling it. Also, then I was like, of course not. Like, you know, then I wasn't going to fucking push it. But even since then, since I've had Kim and Chloe, it wasn't like, oh, like now I could for sure get Courtney. Like, no, I really believe that things happen like when they're supposed to. And that's another thing we talked about in the episode. But it all kind of came together now, literally in the week that she was here for the Boohoo show. And she came also to Simon, to, to Simon's husband's. Phil, who has the fragrance company Sniff, and he did that fragrance with Stuff Shop. Anyway, so she was there too. And it all came together then where she was like, yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it. Like now I have something going on. You know, she not only did she get married and the show, but also Lemmy, her new product. And I was like, hell fucking yeah. And listen, I'm also, you know, the minute she was down, I was like, let's fucking do it. And we made it fucking happen. And with things like this, like until you're there, you don't, you're like, wait, is it happening? But I lean in. I'm like, okay, we're doing it. I'll fucking, you know, book flights, like get, get everything together. Like I'll make it fucking happen. Give me the green light. Like I'm there, which is also, by the way, I don't know if this is inspiring, but that's not in my character. Like I really rather not go anywhere (laughs) and uprooting myself and traveling and all of that is doesn't come second nature to me. So don't think that, you know, I'm that person that is like, boop, I'm on a plane every day. Oh, my God. Like, no, no, no. This will never be, you know, you get more used to it. But it's not my fucking cup of tea to travel and all that. But it was really fun. I think we do have a good time in L.A. And obviously we avoided some New York weather. But anyway, it was 
everything that I think I wanted to be. I think it's so interesting because if you followed me for a while, you know that Courtney was like my fave. Like she was my fave Kardashian. I always said it. And I think it started kind of because of her like street style and, you know, how fun she was with like Chloe and and just that she seemed to me like the most normal like she went to college. I don't know. I don't know if it's it's not even about college. She seemed to me like, wait, I could wear what she wears. Like maybe I can't wear what fuck I can't wear the cat suits that like, you know, Kim and, and Chloe wear. Definitely not Kylie. Definitely not supermodel Kenny. But with Courtney, I always felt like I could see myself hanging out with her, talking to her like a regular person. And she just seemed the most normal to me. That was my gut instinct. And just by seeing her on the show and, you know, like I said, her style and stuff. And when I've met her, which was actually a bunch over the past year, and I even told you guys this after the Hulu premiere, a lot of you asked me, like, who was your favorite? Because you met all of them now. And I was like, it's not favorite. Like, all of them are super nice and and great. But I was like, Courtney feels like the most like me you know, and the most, and I think I said warm and people were like warm, which is why I asked her on the podcast, you know, if there's anything that people think about her that she would want to debunk or is there any misconceptions about how she is, which I generally love that she, she was like, I don't give a shit what people think. And I have to say, I believed her, you know, when people say I give zero fucks, but you're like, no, you give fucks. I genuinely believed her that she gives zero fucks. I see where she is in her life. So happy living life, doing her own thing. In my opinion, this is not, you know, she didn't really say this, but I think that she's kind of not distancing herself from the family. But in my personal opinion, she does seem different than the family. I think that they don't have the same vibes in general. I think Kim and Chloe are really the same, like Chris and Kylie. I think maybe Courtney and Kendall are like different. Like they were kind of built from different things. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, they all have the same lifestyle, but a similar lifestyle. But I just feel like Courtney does have something, something different about her, which I did feel even before I knew her. And I was right, which is nice to have your intuitions and and stuff kind of be on point. But even like with the show, like filming for the podcast and being at her house and she was down to do every thought and idea that I had to like make content. I mean, vomit all over me. But before I went to sleep the night before we recorded, I was like starting to have some ideas, ideas of things we could do. Obviously, I knew there would be matcha, except like you guys, I didn't anticipate the amount of matcha and how it just comes flowing to you the minute you enter her home like it just comes to you like just matcha starts pouring in and I have to say that like she makes the best matcha her recipe is the best and I knew that it would be like even before I remember the night before I was talking to my mom and I oh no not that I before I was in the cab there and I was yawning galore okay and my mom was like Amanda you have to stop yawning like I was facetiming with her And I was like, oh, my God, I'm like, can't stop yawning. You know when you can't stop yawning? And I was like, whatever, I'll drink like a coffee when I get there. And I was like, oh, actually, a matcha. And my mom was like, you don't even like matcha. And I was like, I'll like Courtney's matcha because I know she puts like a bucket of maple syrup in it. And that's why I said that in in the skit. But it's so crazy because I'm looking even now at my notes 
from before we hear court content ideas. I wrote, and maybe a K-U-W-T-K scene where I come into her house like a sister court. I'm in here and then sit on bed and talk. That was one of my ideas. So I mentioned that to my team at Dear Media and they were like, yeah, let's do it. Like, that sounds cool. And we did it. And I fucking loved the way it came out that I watched it on loop, like couldn't stop watching it. Also, the way that she leaned into it and like, you know, gave such personality. Like, I'm like, hello. So it was literally everything that I thought I could be and more like really a dream come true. You guys know this. So anyway, best matcha. We also shook salads, which I think was their idea because her assistant Liz had ordered us salads, which is so funny because Courtney's salad is legit like lettuces and like olive oil dressing. And I'm like, and I'm like, I got the cob. I added chicken and then like a bucket of ranch. And then, yeah, so same Z's. And she's like, you know, in the tutorial, which you either saw or will see today, she leaned in, gave a full tutorial, which at first I'm like, okay, we'll just eat the shake it from it and eat it. But no, she was breaking down shake by shake, up and down, in and out, she is hilarious. And I mean, literally, you guys, you remember we used to be like, oh, like shake salads. Like, and here I was like shaking salads. So if that isn't manifesting, if that isn't creating what you want into reality, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get, you know, who he and like vision board chick because we know I don't have a board. I don't have a Pinterest or anything, but I think it's just wanting something, believing you could do it, working at it and making it happen. Okay, you guys, since, you know, Courtney's episode, it's all about that organic, wholesome vibes. This episode is sponsored by Samilasan. Samilasan makes gentle homeopathic remedies that provide temporary relief from ear and eye symptoms. I have kind of like a medicine anxiety. And if something I haven't taken before or applied before, I'll be kind of scared to see how it affects me. But like, with Samilasan, I have none of those fears because it's homeopathic. So they make a really great pink eye relief drop. And it's like best selling. It's the number one pink eye relief in the market. And it's designed for children ages two plus. And you can find it at the eye care aisle at any store near you, Walmart, Target, CVS, And they also have stuff for ear aches. And it was also voted number one ear pain relief. Okay. When your family needs relief from pink eye or an earache, choose Samilasan. Made with natural active ingredients, no harsh chemicals. So you could feel good about feeling better. Samilasan is sold at a store near you in the eye care and ear care aisle. The Samilasan team wants you to be prepared for the school year. So they are offering a sweepstakes for a $500 Visa gift card and a Samilasan School Essentials prize pack. Go to SamilasanUSA.com slash win to enter. That's Samilasan, S-I-M-I-L-A-S-A-N, USA dot com slash win and include not skinny but not fat in your entry. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So lots of matcha, lots of fun. The only thing that was fucking insane that day, because there always has to be something, was the heat. So Courtney's house is at a warm 87 degrees. I'm not joking. I walked in before the matcha and was sweating. And after the matcha was fucking dripping. And I'm not like a sweater. And then I was like, okay. And then I, my team had set up the podcast area in her office. And I saw that the fireplace was on. I was like, okay, you guys, it's a hundred degrees outside. It's 80 degrees in here. You know, why is the fireplace on? And they were like, Courtney wanted it for the vibes. And I was like, oh my God, but we're sitting in front of it. So like, I'm going to burn, like I'm going to die. So the fireplace was like on for hours and in the room that we were in, the air conditioning is like hidden behind like a bookcase or something. So you can't even feel it. Not that it was like strong anyway, because you guys heard on the podcast that she's not into really air conditioning. I would break up the mar- a marriage if I had to sweat all day, like for no one. So sweating. But then I was like, I put my foot down. I was like, we are turning off the motherfucking fireplace in here. Okay. And then when Courtney came down and she was wearing full latex long sleeves, I was like, oh my God. And then literally in the podcast, you guys, when you hear and she's like, I'm dripping from my sleeve. That was no joke. Like the girl was dripping and she's such a, you know, she's so strong and like resilient that I would like faint. I would be like, I'm going to die. Stop everything. Let me go change your tank top. Meanwhile, she's like, oh, my God, I'm dripping from my palm. And I thought she was exaggerating, but I look over and I see drip, 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 drip. I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? So we were, we were warm and I had slight PTSD. I thought I was going to faint. I was like, you guys, if I faint, like cut it in post, you know? So we were sweating. That's going to be something that I remember forever. I feel like the amount of, of sweat, but I just feel like it was such a good conversation. And I love that you guys felt that she felt comfortable And even though she doesn't do these kinds of things, usually that, you know, she she leaned in and she opened up and she felt comfortable and we had a good conversation and got some nuggets. You know, we'll get we'll get more info on the foot fetish. But I had a really, really good time and and definitely made one of my dreams come true, made made something come true. And I just feel really good about it. And I want to thank everybody for just supporting me and believing in me and being proud of me like family members. You guys are more than family members. Let me fucking tell you. The next day was the Lemmy launch, which was, you know, so cool to be able to be there for it and that it like looked like Lemmy land and that it was like friends and family. And I was like, okay, here I am. And, you know, you guys like, a lot of you have been here with me since BravoCon, if you remember that I was invited and I was freaking out to go to BravoCon by myself, if you all remember. I was like, how am I going to go by myself? Like, blah, blah, blah. you guys were all there for me. You held my hand. You were proud of me. I even I, I posted a post being like, I can't believe I, I did it. I came alone. 
so we've come we've come a long way because that bitch that went to BravoCon by herself and was you know shaking to sit in an audience like by herself is you know just hopping and bopping around and and doing it all it is crazy because I think that you know a lot of you ask me like how are you you know, so comfortable, you know, around these people or how does it seem like you're not nervous or how's, how does it seem like, you know? So I think that first of all, like the most sensical thing that anybody will tell you is obviously everyone is a person. Even if you meet, you know, the craziest, you know, dream celebrity or famous person or actor or singer, they're a person like they have feelings and 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 thoughts and are doing similar things to you on a day-to-day basis and even if they live like extravagant lives and have more money than you and whatever like they're people you know what i mean and they have a lot of friends that aren't famous like them and you know they're able to be people and if if there are any celebrities or a-listers or actors or reality stars, whatever, that aren't able to be a person, then obviously you wouldn't want to be around them. But first of all, they're people. Do you know what I mean? And they, the minute that you realize that and you get over like the first five minutes, then it's like they're, they're a person and they are interested back in you. And I mean, that's, that's the, the bottom line is that they're people and specifically these people are really, really nice and really great people to be around. And even their their whole circle of people that I've that I've, you know, got to meet. Like Simon Huck, which I'm gonna fucking have him on the podcast because you guys need to know how fucking funny he is. He is probably one of the the fa- my favorite people that I've ever met. And Steph Shep, who was on the show and you guys got to know her. What a down to earth, like real bitch. Jen Adkin also like their hairstylist for years and now she has like her own empire an amazing person really everybody i will say the only nervous moment i had at the lemmy launch was meeting chris again i guess i met her before but it was literally like on the show you know when they have those like awkward moments on the show that was me like i was standing and talking to chloe boop and then chris came over and she was kind of like shimming shimming towards us and she was just like, hi. And then Chloe was like, do you know Amanda? And she was like, yeah, but Chloe didn't hear. And she was like, do you know Amanda from Not Skiing But Not Fat? She was like, uh-huh. And Chloe was like, mom, what's going on? Like, why? Are-? And she's like, I am answering. And I'm like, she said yes. Like, oh. And then, I, and then I like told her, I was like, oh, that's, you look good in white. And she was like, thank you. And then Chloe was like, why aren't you answering her, mom? She said, you look good in white. She's like, I just did answer. I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God, we need to, you know, so a lot of you that are like, oh my God, interview Chris, interview Chris. It could happen. I'm not saying it's not out there, but honestly, she scares me still. Like she is the only one that I think I'm intimidated by because like she's just, you know, larger than life and she's so funny. And I, I don't know, I think I can be myself around anybody, but it'll take me a moment to be myself around Chris. Also, I think that with people that I know that have followed me or are familiar with my work and like my style, like obviously I'm going to be myself from the beginning. That's my other tip is always be yourself. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. You know what I mean? Because they like you for who you are. So don't change or 
try to, you know, you know what I mean? So I just go into everything that I do, like be me that worked somehow in some magical way. Being myself has worked and got me this far. So I'm going to keep on doing that. And also I know that I don't own my shit a lot. I'm always like, Oh, what do I do? Like, I don't have a title. little of me. But like in those moments, I fucking own it. I don't think like, what am I doing here? How am I even invited? I'm like, well, dumb invited. And like, yes, I'm supposed to be here. And like, this all makes sense. I've worked hard from that for this. I'm 34 years old. I'm not, you know, I didn't explode on TikTok overnight. You know, this is something that I've wanted my whole life and I achieved it. I'm owning it. I'm living it. I'm not gonna act like, oh my God, you know, that I won some contest. Okay. I get asked about my article code all the freaking time. So let me just start straight up. You guys it's article.com slash not skinny. will give you $50 off your first purchase of a hundred dollars or more. You have to go to the link article, a R T I C L E.com slash not skinny. And that will get you uh, $50 off your purchase of a hundred dollars or more. So if you're like me and you literally flip on your house every day and feel like the need to change it up and buy new furniture article is the spot for you. They make modern living accessible and they just have amazing, amazing products. I have the Berard sectional couch. I also have the Seno dining table. I also have the rocking chair in Noah's room and I also have the boucle bench, but you guys, they have so much more to offer. So check them out. I turned my mom onto article. She got their Sven couch. That's a bestseller. I know a lot of people that have it. So go to article and get $50 off your purchase by visiting article.com slash not skinny. And the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. So if you need new furniture or anything for your home, and if you're into a modern vibe, Article is your spot. And Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash not skinny. And the discount will be automatically applied to checkout. That's Article, A-R-T-I-C-L-E.com slash not skinny for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Anyway, so I am loving to hear all of your thoughts on the episode. Some of you are saying it's your favorite one yet, which again, I think that I got more nervous which with each episode because I think with Kim, it like happened and whatever. And I was like, okay, I have so many questions for this woman. And, you know, and here's another shocker. Everybody thinks it's this grueling process with this family and like questions need to be approved and like they need to. Let me tell you that I asked every sister everything I wanted to ask. But I also think that the way that I interview is like I go into it. There's no reason for them not to approve the questions because I want to ask them fun things and things that I know they would want to talk about and things that wouldn't make them uncomfortable. I'm not here to be Diane Sawyer and like, you know, make Britney Spears cry. That's not my vibe at all. I'm not worried about you know, I'm not worried about appealing. I'm not like, oh, well, I need to, you know, ask hard hitting questions because then, you know, it'll make headlines or that's not my vibe at all. So I think it ends up just being a really good conversation because it's stuff that they are down to talk about that make them excited to talk about. And you'll get the nuggets, you know, you'll get the nuggets because people 
care about the minutiae and people care about every single thing. So like we'll get the nuggets. I'm not worried about the nuggets. So anyway, so it's really interesting to hear that some of you, a lot of you actually saying it's your favorite. And I was just trying to say like with Kim, I was I feel like the least nervous in this weird way. And then with Chloe, I was like, oh, my God, is it going to be compared to Kim's? And then Chloe was something else entirely. Kim was very, you know, is more serious. I feel like with Chloe, I was like laughing the whole time. Then I feel with Courtney, it was like also just different. I don't know even how to describe the Courtney episode. Maybe it was like more bantery or even more conversational. But listen, if you guys could just speed up Courtney because I know she talks a little slow. But anyway, so yeah, I'm basically there, James Corden. And I fucking will take that in. And listen, my guest list, like I'm constantly thinking of people and obviously putting it on my list, which then I want to try. You know what I mean? It's not like a list that just sits on my phone. It's a list that I'm like, okay, let's try to get these people on the pod. Which by the way, when Haley Bieber went on the Call Her Daddy podcast, I'd posted some things about it. Obviously, Haley Bieber is a dream guest of mine. Along with Courtney, I feel like her and Courtney were both like at the top of my fucking list. And I just would love to have her on the podcast. And I feel like I I just feel like it would be really good. I don't often feel this confident about stuff. I just feel like, you know, I've I've talked about this on other podcasts. I, you know, I think she might hate me. And that makes me sad because I feel like I've elevated her a lot. You know, I literally prayed at the altar. You know what I mean? So I just feel like I didn't listen to the interview that she did yet, but just from the headlines and from, you know, just a lot about Selena and stuff like that. I was like, uh, like I wish I could ask her about other stuff. Like I wish I could ask her about her style and being a fucking style icon and road and obviously being married to Justin. I would be like, bitch, you go to every concert. Like you guys imagine it could have been so good. It could be so good. I mean, unless she never wants to do a podcast again. But I'd be like, you go to every con, like, aren't you sick of it? And like all these looks, like is every single one styled? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I care about the minutiae. I think you care about the minutiae. And then like less about those huge things that are in the media anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just, I mean, she's still on my dream list. I definitely will keep a list of ongoing questions for Haley. And that's the thing with my podcast is like, I have on people I want to have on. And then I have so many questions because, you know, it's not hard because I want to know all these things. Also, is Imrata on my list? I think it could be cool. I think it could be neat. Some of you guys actually have brought it up to me before, like she'll end up being on your podcast. And I'm like, Hmm, I'd be down. I'd be down to talk about it. She's been speaking of Embrata, she's been very active on TikTok. That's where she's been like stating opinions, whether it was about the Adam Levine stuff. Now it's about the Marilyn Monroe movie, Blonde, which like the collective world has decided that it, that it sucks. Even though she didn't watch it, she started the thing. She's like, I didn't watch it, but here are my opinions. And I was like, mm. at least I watched an hour before making my my opinions and I didn't even make that many opinions because I feel like I just couldn't keep going that's I feel like stands alone like you guys get it if I could turn it off like then it's not good but I wouldn't even know how to properly like rate and review it because it was just so weird 
Like I was watching it with a friend and she was like laughing at moments, like not the horrifying, like sexual, you know, abuse moments, but at other moments where, I don't know, Anna, we heard your accent. I'm just going to say it. I'm not saying your accents have to be perfect. Okay. Nicole Kidman made a whole career with a very imperfect American accent, but we still make fun of it. You know what I mean? Anyway, I don't know if this person's on my list. Maybe she will be Amelia, Amelia, Lisa Rinna's daughter, Amelian Hamlin, if you will, literally is making her dreams come true. She's at Paris Fashion Week. She's on the Yeezy show. Kanye follows her, is into her. I feel like I've heard from someone that he like is styling her. He's definitely like helping her. She got into the Balenciaga show too, which like if she isn't like Balenciaga equals like Kanye. So like he definitely helped there and she is constantly commenting on his stuff and she wrote him a whole big thank you, you know, on her page. It's just weird. It's all so weird because like, as you know, Amelia dated Scott Disick, Kourtney Kardashian's ex. And now Amelia is like Kanye's muse. Like, I'm not so sure what's going on, but there's definitely like a relationship there, whether it's, you know, I mean, it's probably professional. Let's be honest. Can we also just talk about Megan Fox's style for a hot minute? Because when Okay, Maeve Riley, he used to style Hailey Bieber like she was like the 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 stylist of the the world. Like she I feel like she dressed Hailey Bieber and we all thought like, "Oh my god, she is the best stylist in the world." But like she's dressing Megan Fox and I don't know if Megan is picking out the clothes, but something is like a lot. She also has been airbrushing the fuck out of her face, I think, because I keep thinking she's Kim Kardashian. So I'm not really sure what's going on, but it's a little it's a little weird for me. I also just wanted to ask you guys a few questions because I always want to know what you think. And and I feel like this is a good place to ask you and then just let me know. How do you feel? How do you feel when somebody adds you to close friends on Instagram? Are you happy? Are you like, oh my God, this person considers me a close friend? Are you like, I didn't ask for this? I just want to know. I just want to know because I think I feel both, but I but I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what other people think. Also about Instagram. Do you ever feel like you're in a fake Instagram relationship? You know, just talking to someone and hyping somebody up and being cool with somebody, but that it's fake and you don't know how you got into it and you don't know how to like break up this fake Instagram relationship that you created. I made so many amazing Instagram relationships that are very real, by the way. And I'm usually not a fake person at all. Like I won't do anything that feels fake to me and feels, you know, inauthentic, which by the way, Courtney also said that she's like on my podcast, but somehow, you know, sometimes you get sucked into something somehow and you're in it. And even though it's not like all day, every day, you're still like, wait, this doesn't like how do I stop this? Because I don't, it doesn't feel right to me to be like, not true to how I actually feel. So wondering about that too. Wondering about that too, besties. Anyway, I could talk to myself slash to you all day, even though I wish I could hear you talking back. Okay. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here with me 
for me. It is so appreciated that, you know, my heart can literally fucking explode. Also, I super appreciate when you write to me, you know, your thoughts on on the episodes and anything else. Obviously, you guys, I know I don't have to tell you to DM me because you fucking you fucking slide on in. You you guys love sliding in. But also you could rate and review the podcast and write your love letter on Apple Podcasts where you rate and review it. So don't make me ask again. Just fucking do it. Okay. I love you so much. And I'll see you next week with another another fun episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.